Carrega. Welcome to Case of the X Podcast. <laughs> no? Okay. I was like, what is this announcer voice that you're doing? I tried. I tried. Okay. Me... Bienvenidos. No. <laughs> I'm dead. Welcome to Case of the X Podcast. Breakup advice for the broken hearted and the heartless. My name is V. Yo, bitch, call me Big Dad. Take your I still. Well, this is Max. That's right. Out of the ATL. But I still want that statement to be true because it implies that somebody else's bitch has to call you Big Daddy and not your own well, bitch, which which see, you you quantified when you brought your ex on the show. So technically, I mean, several times, several times throughout my adult life, uh, someone else's bitch was calling me Big Daddy. And when they see, were still I someone have, else's bitch? Yeah. And see how I've ex- escalated the situation to at this point where I have now made someone else's bitch my bitch. And this bitch is still calling me Big Daddy. Okay. So, you know what I mean? So how it's is, it's a permanent situation. Someone else's bitch if they're your bitch? They're my bitch now. Yeah, but they're no longer someone else's bitch. Don't matter. It do matter. Okay, so how about this? Next time. What I'll do is I'll put a mirror in front of myself and I'll say, yo, bitch, call me Big Daddy. Still, not the point, because it's still you. Okay. I'll find a new tagline. How about that? You're not, but we <laughs> just need to find, well, I don't need to find anyone. Anyway. I'm eight. Find a bitch that's not your bitch and have them call you Big Daddy, and then the statement will be true. None of that actually matters right now, though. I'm too old for that at this point. I mean, no one's saying go out and steal somebody's bitch. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's out here willing to do it for like a dollar. Oh, gosh. And it can't be one of your friends. Listen, I don't have to pay nobody to call me Big Daddy. So <laughs> there's that. Yawn. Um, if I did, nobody would be calling me Big Daddy because I ain't giving nobody no money. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. If I had to pay for it, it would be an event that never happened. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm just saying. You're not it's a waste of money. Anything. How you doing, girl? <laughs> I am doing so good. You know why? Why? I was on TikTok earlier. Did you post another video? No. I was just on there. <laughs> I was just on there. And randomly, I didn't call it up. I had not been searching this on my like feed. I wasn't like around people that I know of that have been searching uh-huh. it on their feed. So I feel like this is just organically. The universe decided, let me give Mac a gift. And it was the gift of a video for this little show that nobody probably watches, and I had certainly stopped watching, called The L Word Generation Q. Oh, yeah. I actually still watch it. I do not, because I just, other shows came out, they were more interesting, and I just wasn't keeping up with it. Mm-hmm. So I had I had seen previous clips, 
uh-huh. months, not months ago, but a while ago, where I saw they had like teased about bringing people back or having older cast members come back to the show. And I was like, okay, cool. Never thought yep. about it again. Yep, you know and who they I about to bring back. Clip. Yep. Of my first ex-wife. Oh. Still looking as good as the day that God made her. Okay. Talking about Rose Rollins, guys. Tasha. I'm talking about Williams. Rose Rollins. Tasha Who else would I talk about? <laughs> Nobody on yeah. that show. I'm not even caught up, but I had the feeling they were about to bring her back because of the way Atlas been talking. I don't even know the context of the clip. <laughs> All I needed to see. Y'all could have left Alice out of that entire clip. It was just. Rose Rollins looking immaculate Listen. and in uniform. I was like, okay, fire, fire. Oh, she's still in the military. That I didn't no, expect. I don't know if she's in the military. She had a oh, okay. firefighting uh, uniform. Oh, shit. So I was like, hold the phone. Oh, I'm ready. I am ready. I like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a whole, like, yes, she's going to be back on the show and pursuing Alice type thing, or if mm-hmm. it was just like a casual, like, this is what's going on. They're still in each other's like sphere type thing. Uh-huh. But... Well, Alice has been doing some soul searching lately. And apparently Dana okay. told her during an acid trip that. Dead Dana. Um, yes, dead Dana. <laughs> told her during an acid trip that the. uh, Basically that she needs to go back. So she's been first she. First, she called her ex that proposed to her and she like freaked out and broke up with him. Um, And then she called. Did she call somebody else after him? No, they spent an entire episode chasing a kitten in an air duct. And throughout that process, they were talking and he was like, well, who'd you date after Dana? And she was like, oh, I kissed XYZ. I think it was Dana's ex. Remember, she kissed her right after they died. And he was like, no, no. Like, who did you date? Like right after and she made like a little face and i think the episode went off and i was like they're about to bring tasha back but <laughs> it was well, just yeah. so good for my dead, dead dana my has has alice digging in, in the closet for skeletons well if dead dana is what brings tasha <laughs> back onto my tv screen then yeah yeah to dead listen dana. <laughs> i'm just happy honestly to get a black person on l word like you know I forgive anybody that this may offend, but the black people on L word, all of them passed the paper bag test and all of them look like pandas, not like ugly pandas. They're all really cute, but they all look the same. And it's like Mm. weird. So a brown skin face on L word would be wonderful. They have Shane's ex-wife on there for like, half an episode she was brown skin she was beautiful well she was brown skin when well i mean i remember what she was like when they first introduced her as like a character when shane came back yeah yeah, yeah. and she she was on like two episodes for like 10 minutes a piece and like yeah. that was it so some actual black people or or a an actual black person on the l word is gonna be pretty freaking wonderful so I'm y'all here for right it. now y'all gonna be sick of me well, okay. listen, you got to catch up. I am catching up. I am okay starting right there. Lord, at, at least watch the at least watch eight. the acid trip episode. I'll tell you which one it is. 
Okay. I'll text Let you. Me know. Yeah. But I'm okay watching, <laughs> you know, whatever minute she steps onto the screen and turning that TV off the second oh she leaves. Wow. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, if that's the case, just wait a couple weeks and I guarantee the Tasha Alice fandom will have comprised well, a video of just the, of their scenes. And so, those right. are the best people. Let me tip my hats off to y'all. <laughs> people that know that this is the relationship, not even just Alice and Tasha, but like any show where it's like, you have your fave couple and then somebody does mm-hmm. the work to just edit those little scenes all together. Yeah. Saves me so much time. Saves <laughs> me so much. Time. I have flown through the good girl. Okay. Oh, I have flown, not the good girl, good girls. Yeah. I have flown through that show because I could care less about some other storylines. <laughs> So aside from uh, Tasha's return, how are you, Mac? I'm still good, but that was just a particularly bright spot in my day. And I was just like, I can't wait to go here and talk to you about it because I'm sure you already know, but Mm -hmm. it was news to me. And (sighs) I'm very glad. It also makes me want to watch The L Word what was that show called? The L word, the real L word. Oh, girl, it's been so long. I just feel like I need. I want to go down there. That, that thing lost me. <laughs> memory lane. First of all, I didn't know it was three but, seasons. I was oh like, God, yeah, there's a bird. Me there. Um, but you know me on TV anyway, so I go through a love affair. I could go a couple years and not watch anything reality TV related and then it'll be one show or one clip from one show and I'll be uh-huh. like what you talking about with this <laughs> and then I have to watch the season like right now it's it was Love is Blind I think the second season mm-hmm. and from there I was just like okay let me watch all this other stuff and then I love the fact that Netflix is making these like reality shows in different countries Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can watch Love is Blind America, but I could also watch Love is Blind Brazil. And I just get to see like the different shades and the different nuances of like how Black people deal with love in Brazil, being Black, black presenting versus, you know, being in France or being wherever. Anyway, but I just like it for the trash. I'm gonna be honest. I love when people come <laughs> on TV and pretend that they like, don't be in the interviews with the producers talking cash shit. And I'm like, don't you know that this will get aired? <laughs> like, I don't understand. You over here like, yeah, I really can't stand that bitch. And then whoever the camera person is that'll like go to the next scene and it'll be like a uh, 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 day of them and that person out somewhere like laughing and kikiing it up. Oh, I'd be man. like, y'all are just genius and maniacal. I love it. Uh-huh. So that's what I'm on right now. I just finished Love is Blind. I was watching um, Ram, is it Ramyun or Ramen? It has a Y in it, so I meant to want to say Ramyun. Um, but I think it's Ramen and Chill. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. So it was like a, a Korean dating reality show, but they were introducing the concept that it was all Korean men and all international women. So... Hmm. I was like, okay, let me see how this goes. Cause they had black girls on there. And I'm, I was like, let me see if they gonna choose the sisters. And they had like a dark skinned black girl. So I was even more like, let me see. Invested. Right. Uh-huh. It was interesting 
to say the least, I would definitely suggest people go out and watch it because it's just interesting seeing like the things that get hung up on and how people perceive themselves and how people <laughs> perceive themselves as viewed from like an Asian standpoint. But that's me and that's my reality <laughs> tv show wrap up for the episode Excellent. how have you been wonderful. doing me i am great mm-hmm. we better get a ginger ale and a snickers I you're good you're good you you no i'm great i'm great speaking of shows i'm a little stressed because i i just finished kindred firstly it only took me a few days to watch it because kindred is, is, it, is this a slave show Yes. Okay. Yes, and it's modeled after an Octavia, Octavia Butler book, my second favorite Octavia Butler book. And I still have to remind myself that Octavia Butler is not Octavia Spencer. Yeah. So yeah. I'm always like, damn, she out here writing and acting. Okay. Wow. Um. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> definitely did the book uh justice. They took it and changed what needed to be changed for it to make sense, and I'm I'm always okay with that. Um, okay. Because it it takes it out of the mind of comparing the show to the book. Now we can't because they have changed a good bit of it. So, okay. but the show is good as fuck. That's smart. And it left me wanting more. And now I'm stressed. But <laughs> as a de stressor, I have finally decided. And don't hang up on me. I have well, finally decided. Bring over the leaky to. <laughs> I have finally decided to watch the um, new edition movie because oh, okay. I never watched it. Oh, the okay. old one? Um, it came out like I don't know, like maybe oh. 2016 about, or like, the 17. Five heartbeats. <laughs> no, no, new edition. Oh, wow. no. <laughs> oh, okay. With um, with all the little up and coming R and B boys, and they casted them to be. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I've watched bits and pieces of it just because I feel like I was at that age range where New Edition wasn't my boy band of choice so hmm. I was never like ooh New Edition or ooh Bobby Brown like naming their songs singing their songs I could <laughs> mm-hmm. probably do it but it was just like okay so I had the I- same ambivalence towards the miniseries yeah I don't feel I don't feel out the loop with it like I definitely love New Edition but you do have a point though with the age range thing. Uh, like, give me an NSYNC or Backstreet Boys movie, and I am there. It might go down. Yeah, I am it's, there. Yeah, it's going down. Yeah, but I don't know if I need a miniseries, <laughs> but a movie. Nah, just I can movie, take movie hour forty five. I'm good. <laughs> like that. Yes, give me a young white boy with uh, afro, and I'm curious. I want to see. Who see. do you think? Who do you think should play Justin Timberlake? Girl, I don't know none of these white children. Um, <laughs> I don't know anyone. They would either have to get somebody oh white God. passing, or I, I oh can't no. tell. You. I'm like, I, oh no. Um, I feel like they're gonna get somebody like Machine Gun Kelly and piss us all off. He's too old and he's too tall. I think to play any of them. I feel like Machine Gun. Machine Gun. Machine Gun Kelly is like six something. Yeah, he is anybody, tall and he's lanky, and I don't think anybody in NSYNC is six feet. Yeah, I wish so Ryan Felipe was younger. He fucking up in a good <laughs> Not way. Ryan Felipe. <laughs> um, 
he, I mean, he's cute and his like cruel intentions days when, when mm-hmm. he was doing that whole like Back in dark, the day. Yeah, yeah, the dark and blonde frosted hair. He could have been yeah. Justin Timberlake. I don't know if Ryan can fight. sing, but um Girl, these days it don't matter. I mean, that's true. They just could use it the source mm-hmm. songs and just dub it over the top, you know? Yeah. Um but yeah. yeah. Who would play Justin Timberlake? Justin Timberlake? It would have to be like, somebody unproblematic and I can't think of nobody. <laughs> and you have to walk a fine line of being like cute. Like Tom Holland is also too tall. And he doesn't look like him. I feel like Tom Holland is too short. But that's like the only you think so? I feel like Tom Holland is short. But for a well, minute, if he's season, short. If he's short, we can toss some blind hair on Tom Holland. Tom Holland is like the no. only actor I, I can think of that's not problematic. That's around the right Justin age Timberlake? range. No. That's around the right age he's range. He's not nearly cute enough. He's, but not, he's not. But he's not problematic though. Like, don't make a movie that than... I have to boycott because of who you decided to cast. I mean, absolutely. But Tom Holland, unproblematic as he is, is genuinely not on a Justin Timberlake attractiveness level. Not at that era when he was like in his heyday. No. I could never imagine Tom somebody, Holland man. that being the leader of somebody's group. Give me um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Look, look, but hold on. Hold on. Okay, guys. Listen, guys. So we actually seriously considered, and I still have like the the social media pages taken already for a podcast of us like reviewing or watching. Uh, TV shows and movies for you guys and talking about it because we 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 seem to work this in here anyhow. So if you guys are interested in that, let us know. You know, we would both have to do some major fucking of our schedules, but we will do it. Okay. Like, what are you thinking about over there? I am stuck on this Justin Timberlake act. I you can't think like, of anybody, right? Ooh, nobody. Even in their younger days. I mean, if he was younger, I would say Brad Pitt. Like when he was like Thelma and Louise, Brad okay, Pitt. Okay, but we can't like, go back in time. Well, you were talking about a young Ryan Philippe. Yeah, he would have been the best one. But... So, what do you think about what do you think about I know he's I know he's brown, but what do you think about Jacob from Twilight? We can throw some blonde hair on him. That man is not attractive, but no. Taylor Lautner, no, thank you. No, thank you. Like he was perfect for the role that he was casted in, and kudos to him for all that, you know. But no. Mm-mm. I can't. We're gonna have to put somebody in white face. Please don't. I was already thinking, like, <laughs> how would you do JC? What was his last name? JC Chavez. Chavez. What's uh-huh. his Chavez? Uh-huh. I'm like, first of all, I'm. It, it took me years to figure out that JC was Hispanic. So I was like, are we gonna go for authenticity, or are we gonna try to like, yeah. you know? So I don't know. I, know I so. don't know. Maybe like a young Ricky Martin. Mm. Maybe. Oh, I mean, we can probably do Zane. He can sing. We know he can sing. Zane from One Direction. Zane Malik. 
He has his own albums out as well. Zayn. Really? You don't know who Zayn is? Okay. Z-A-Y-N. Look him up. I'm looking at TikTok. I already pulled it up. I don't know what's going to tell me. Zayn would be good. Maluma would be <gasps> good. You Maluma. making people up. No, I'm not making Maluma up. Are you kidding me right now? No. Zayn's eyebrows thick. It's giving very Okay, we can, we can thin in and out his eyes. Thin in and out. I mean, he looks like his ethnicity. He doesn't look like... No. No, thank you. Who did you say the other one was? Maluma. Maluma? Yes, Maluma. I hope I'm spelling this right. Maluma looks like Zane. They look like the same person. Um, if we were making a movie about... No. All right, let's let's finally get down to the show. You know, yeah, yeah. thirty minutes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to edit out that <laughs> comment. Okay. <laughs> I, okay, I will. I will. I will. We don't want to get you canceled. Thank you. Okay, I don't have time to find another host. <clears throat> I feel like um, you would. But you know what? Actually, no. I do have a backup in case you ever quit on me. Wow. I'm just saying. Wow. <laughs> In case you ever quit on me. Who? Uh, we actually had her on the show, Coco. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I guess. She's an ex, be. an ex that I am it friends with, an ex that I talk to all the time. It wouldn't be this show. Y'all gonna have to come up with another name. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it wouldn't be. We, we could definitely come up with another it name. It would be grown and boring. The tale of two exes. Hi. <laughs> So guys, we have decided to uh, give you guys another album review episode because we love these things. And actually, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to lie. Okay. Okay. Somebody posted Scissors Kill Bill video on Twitter Mm -hmm. and I watched it. Okay. And after I regained my composure. Mm -hmm. I said, well, maybe I should listen to the rest of the album. <laughs> I'm so done with you. you know, after watching her ride a motorcycle in tight clothes and tight. hang from the ceiling. That's really what it was. Let's be honest. Tied up in Shibari style. Um, I said, you know, maybe I should give this album a try. You know, <laughs> seeing her hanging from the ceiling fan, butt naked exactly. like a rotisserie chicken. It was enough for me to say, you know what? I have not listened to enough new music. Oh, you know, so <laughs> so I said, you know, she hit me up. And was like, if I got to sit here and listen to an album. And this sure. and, the, and the and the and the inspiration came from a breakup song because Kill Bill's a breakup song. The whole album actually turns out as breakup songs. Yeah. Um, why the fuck not? So yes, yeah. I get back yeah. up and I said, hey, look at this fucking video first. Which I did not do. You didn't watch the fucking video? I, I'm, no, 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 no. I watched the video. I just didn't watch the video first. I decided mm-hmm. to go and listen to the album and then come back and watch the video and see how I felt you know, individually of that. The video definitely helped, <laughs> like, sell the album more. 
Girl. And I can see why had I watched the video or first or like I would have been like, oh, what's up with this album? Let me see what's going on. I will say the video was a nice nod to like the Kill Bill genre and Quentin mm-hmm. Tarantino genre yeah. of movies. I, I I say for a fact because I remember when she was zipping up the little jacket or uh-huh. zipping up. I, that's how I knew it wasn't tight because in my head, the next shot of her on this one, I like, I just knew she was going to be in a jumpsuit. Like I was like, oh, she's going to be in a jumpsuit. It's going to be fitted. And she wasn't. She was in a, a motocross jacket and leather pants and the pants were loose and the jacket was loose. And I was like, disappointment. But overall, the video was, it was cool. It was interesting for what it was. I was, I think, a little confused. Well, it wasn't just Quentin Tarantino. Because I was like, that first scene with the trailer getting shot up, that wasn't in any Kill Bill movie. That was- It wasn't? uh, Charlie's Angels, was it not? I I don't recall that. But I do know, you know, I'm sure it was just her take or her- um her twist on the story because you know she did get riddled with bullets but they were in a church is the only difference yeah i just feel like if there's i don't know if it was charlie's angels one or charlie's angels two i feel like it was lucy lou huh. and her boyfriend were talking on the trailer hmm. and because her boyfriend was the dude from friends oh and friend. he left and he left and okay, the trailer gets you're shot right. up, and it made me think about that and I was like, oh, okay, but maybe it's just like an overarching, powerful woman type. Yeah. Um, the rope tying situation, I was, I was, I was lost. I'm not gonna lie, because I was confused as to what it had to do it with the, it the rest of it. it I was also confused as to why only one of her thighs were tied up, because it seemed like that would be a lot of weight. Because I would just be like, that just seemed like it would be uncomfortable. I would have thought both of them would have been secured, but. Only one was tied I... twice. And I have a feeling that that would, that it was more for circulation purposes than anything. Got you. Are you into rope play, young madam? I am actually. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Lit up like a Christmas tree okay anyways but yeah I, I did catch the you know the ode to you know the movies between like late 90s and late 2000s what do you call them I guess from 2000 to 2010 we just call them the 2000s and I guess okay we could do that and I mean but the that that theme though was also carried out for the entirety of the album like there were movie references for movies through uh, with that in that time frame on the whole album Mm -hmm. so fucking loved it but um i don't know i think one of my favorite things about the album was the subtle nods to the movies of that time Mm. you know i freaking love movies so there's that but this is actually probably my second favorite album run through for specifically for the show next to like Duran Bonars because I fucking loved his album so mm-hmm. <laughs> how did you feel about the album in general well I thought like I mentioned it on the show before there's no love loss between uh SZA and I not that I know her personally but um <laughs> I just you know meh whatever 
this album didn't change that. Damn, even like 2013, 14 SZA? I only heard of SZA when that song, the last album that she had out, which I think was what, Control? Really? Um, and then that song that, what is it, The Weeknd? And it was like, it like took the fuck off and you heard it everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, that was my like real introduction to SZA. Okay. And I was always kind of just like, okay, you know, she's a pixie, fairy, all R&B black woman and she's got beautiful brown skin she's a beautiful girl so i was like okay you know maybe it'll be something that i can get into but i just never really like got down on her albums like that i really was like moved to like listen to her a whole lot and i didn't necessarily find her super relatable for me at the time so i mm -hmm. think i probably had the biggest part to play with it <laughs> so i was just kind of like Okay, and then I had my whole like live performance experience with her, and I was definitely cool on her then. And then, yeah, but I tried to listen to this album with an open mind. I'm not gonna lie, y'all, it got real monotonous for me. Like track five, or it was like I was hearing the same melody over and over again, and I was just like, okay. And then she's not necessarily mm -hmm. hard to understand, mm -hmm. but I definitely had to like watch the lyrics while I listened to her, and I was painful and I was like oh man Max said, beautiful to... gowns beautiful gowns so <laughs> wow okay so the overall album for me as a whole was it like a trash ass album no mm -hmm. but it's not it's definitely there weren't any songs that I'm adding to any rotations that I Damn. have and I wish her the best of luck in the future wow but like I said I tried to be open to listening and not necessarily like critiquing. Um, so yeah, she's got a, a decent voice. If you like that, like kind of like whispery, soft singing. If you are willing to give it a shot, if you're willing and if you have the time, definitely mm -hmm. check out um, her Z albums and uh -huh. see if you still like feel the same about the music in that album. I mean, it's likely that you do, but I know for me, I like the music she was putting out before Control a little better than the music that has come after. However, I actually did. I mean, I think like you said, like there might be one or two songs, like there are actually one or two songs that I put on playlists and that's just because I'm a fuckboy at heart and a couple of them just spoke to that. But... <laughs> well, you but, used to be a fuckboy at heart. You know, I, I loved, you know... I really, I really liked the album. The album felt like healing and it was probably her personal healing um, that we felt the most or that I felt the most. Mm -hmm. um, also, there was like a light, like a really light, not just with Kill Bill. With Kill Bill, I think it was m way less subtle, but there was mm -hmm. like a really light late 60s, like 70s vibe to like undertone to all her music in this album. And it was definitely just like, I don't know, like work through a breakup music for me. Yeah, I got the overall sense that this was like a breakup album and, the you know, I'm, I'm reaffirming myself in some spaces, but I'm also mm -hmm. like definitely 
trash talking you and um, <laughs> keeping you well away from me in the album. But, you know, there's also like some honest songs or honest moments where it's like, mm. I miss you and I miss the potential of what we could be. Yeah. So as far as a like, breakup album is concerned, I feel like it was well-rounded. I don't feel like it was too one-sided. It wasn't like an angry breakup album or yeah, like no, a not at all. super sad breakup album or mm-hmm. anything like that. So it's good for that aspect. I feel like this is really for the girlies who are fresh out of their breakups or they're on their little self-healing journey from a breakup. Uh-huh. Um, this might be this might be y'all's anthem. So what song did you like the most? Let's start there. Okay. There were a couple. Uh Low was probably number one. That was the fuckboy one. That was definitely yeah. like big future energy you know what I mean like mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know I don't know in the bass also <clears throat> this song made its way quickly made its way onto my on my way to fuck your bitch playlist ah. so <laughs> ah. absolutely loved that one um I don't know I have a few here actually That's okay. um love language another one um love language mainly because it felt like it took me back to like that 2012 2013 music you know what I mean like Tiana Taylor early Janae Aiko like Mm -hmm. type of music love the callback to hit different at the end that was pretty great I don't know and like I'm a sucker for strings too so we know strings ropes zip ties all right (laughs) Okay. Ghost in the Machine, too. Mm. For a couple of reasons. Ghost in the Machine, because it felt like old scissor. Ghost in the Machine, also because iRobot used to be one of my favorite movies. So as soon as I saw the title, I was like, you better fuck this one up. Right? <laughs> and actually, she ended up fucking it up, for real. Like, lyrically, and just the way that the song was set up. The groove of the song, in general, was like a robotic kind of feel. So... Mm-hmm that worked and it was also like a glitchy kind of feel like it, it I don't know I felt like it represented like the kind of robotic groove we get into when we're in relationships and we're just putting up with shit or whatever whatever and then we're breaking out of it and when you're breaking out of it and you realize that you're the only one that's broken out of this robotic groove it's like a weird kind of feeling and the song actually managed to capture that in the lyrics and with the beat and everything so um I really liked that one for that reason is well mm-hmm. and conceited because I'm cocky and it's conceited. Right. And it went it went on my uh I, I have a cocky as fuck playlist if you want to I know. Yeah. And I definitely threw that on there. Uh it definitely has, you know, let that fuck everybody on that bitch, you know, mm. post breakup glow up kind of feel to it. And I'm definitely a I'm all about the the post-breakup glow up because it's great. <laughs> I actually thought that that would be your fave or one of your faves. Which one? Conceited. It there was another one. There was another one I thought. Yeah, the ones good. that I have wrote down were not the same ones. So I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Let me see. Let me hear the one you thought was going to be. The one that you, the, you, there was, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, the ones that I guess, well, they don't even like all go into categories. These are just the ones that stood out for me for various reasons. So the first one was too late. 
Really? And I just feel like those lyrics for me are just so relatable as far as like if you've ever been fresh out of that breakup and you know the that mentality and what you're thinking about and mm-hmm. how you go on down the list of things that were right and they were wrong and blah 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 blah. So for me too late, sonically sounded like a lot of the rest of her album, but mm-hmm. the lyrics were dope, like dope for that. So uh, it did kind of put me in a like a oh like a, a reminisce type mood. Mm-hmm. the the chord progression in that song felt like it felt like freedom it made you think of like fucking stepping outside you know what I mean feel the rain on your skin a little bit it didn't sound it like was, that at all but that's it how it felt that's how it made you feel uh, uh, it was so. giving like early 90s not early 90s yes. but like late 90s early 2000s like am like, I tripping or was there like a too hot sample or too hot interpolation in there somewhere by cooling the game too hot too too hot baby. i didn't hear it but i don't doesn't necessarily mean you're tripping i just <laughs> yeah okay what else i also liked nobody gets me mm-hmm. once again it was just kind of like the wording of it because even the title like if you had read the title and didn't listen to the song you would just be thinking like oh she's saying it nobody gets her period but it's more like nobody gets me like you got me mm-hmm. and I was like oh, okay you know different I guess overall still wasn't and it's in none of my playlist but I did once again like I said it hit me with a little like oh it makes me think about this experience or that experience and I can relate to it as far as that is concerned oh special mm. Special is just a nice song. I wasn't necessarily like the lyrics that got to me. I just overall uh-huh. kind of listened to it and was like, this feels nice. Like, this is like a, you know, a sweet song. I, if somebody else was singing it, it would probably even be better for me. But <laughs> it was very much so like, just okay. I liked it more than I like disliked the other ones. Yeah. I'm very surprised that Special's on your list. Why? Because it's so sappy it's also kind of naive so never mind <laughs> what you trying to say ho i mean so the song that i really thought was gonna be your favorite was blind because that song is a read from beginning to end she is fucking reading somebody for filth from beginning to end i was like i bet i bet mac is over there doing doing this right here you know what i mean like, I just knew you was over there throwing up, yo. You know what I mean? Your yeah, shout busting busting some shots over there. Oh, uh, no. I was just like, okay. This is cool. <laughs> I just, like I said, I and I tried so hard with this album. I, I listened to it at night. I listened to it in the daytime. I listened mm-hmm. to it driving. I listened to it, you know, under the influence. Like, I just tried to listen to it in different arenas just uh-huh. to, like see if something would like trigger because I've definitely listened to something sober or listened to something at night and been like mm. but then if I listen to it in the day and I'm like cleaning or I'll be like what is this or like listen to it under the influence and I'll be like what is this oh, this snap and I'm like dang this is the same <laughs> song I, I swear I heard this song before but no, and I'm reading the lyrics for Blind right now just to refreshify my memory. Uh-huh. Yeah. And no. No? Okay. That's cool. That's cool. I mean, my pussy perceives me as a kind of like 
an iconic line, but like relatable. I also was like, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Like, is yeah, like, is my I pussy mean, if you... perceive me because people talk about it so much and it's like it's been around the blocks so like everybody know about it, or does my pussy perceive me because you know I got a pussy like gold or something? I don't know. I, I'm that's how like, I. That's how I. I mean, it. yeah, that's how you can take it, but. Yeah. But the line right before that is that my past can't escape me. So my pussy perceives me like, oh, people always got my pussy in their mouth. I think that was her way of, first we're going to talk about, that That was her way of balancing it out. First we're going to talk about, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What came. Actually, yeah, okay. you're right. I don't know. <laughs> we're just going to leave it like that. You're right. Um, did I, I did too late already, right? Yeah. Okay. And then the last one was Far. Okay, I can see that one. That was like a villain origin story. <laughs> Far is like, all right, all right, I see, all right, you gonna learn today, type of shit. I get it. Okay, <laughs> I mean, that's what it felt like. Shit. <laughs> uh, I just like I said, this one was more so the lyrics, kind of more so like too late. It was just like, oh, I've had these thoughts before, or mm-hmm. I've, I've said these things before, and it struck a chord. It didn't strike enough of a chord, but it struck a chord, and I was like, and it, and I feel like these songs really made me tap into. Okay, this is a a a, a heartbreak album. Yeah, I think listening to it without the lyrics, if you just, I don't know if I would have picked up that it was like a heartbreak album. It was just like, okay, this is kind of like, okay, okay. I swear to y'all, the first. Cause it's like what twenty three songs on this album, or something girl. Yes, like don't that? let album music fool y'all. It says fourteen album. I mean fourteen track album. It ain't. It's twenty three songs. It's twenty three. I mean, yes, it has like interludes and stuff on it, but this album was long, and I was like, I didn't distinguish no interludes. Well, because they short songs, so short, but yeah, just, okay, and they didn't feel like a complete song it just felt like she gave us a verse and maybe like a little mm-hmm. bit of a bridge and then they were over yeah so i just assumed in my head okay this must be like her version of interlude but the first eight songs it's the same song and you're gonna have to Damn. fight me on it um you're gonna Damn. have to fight me on it like until you get to the like 90s vanessa carlton like type music and the album shifts over a little bit but that track that beat that melody whatever it is on them first eight songs that's the same song and i don't Weird. i don't mm-mm. it was like girl some variety where is the boom cat oh where is the definable club anthem <laughs> anything like i don't even like and i do like i can say i prefer faster music to i guess like ballads and whatever but i like ballads too so that. I was looking for a ballad because I was like, this is like a heartbreak song and I'm looking for something to like really sweep me up and take me away. And more than anything, it was like the tide came in and left my toes cold. I was like, where's wow? Where's the... I wanted to feel more overwhelming emotion and maybe that's not how she felt in those moments and that's fine. And she didn't empathize and I didn't empathize with her, so... Yeah, so those four songs are probably the only ones that you'll ever hear me really speak <laughs> about as far as how a positive light of, I can shine on that album for her. I I did enjoy the cover art. I do <laughs> think it's a dope picture and I, I liked the nod to 
Princess Diana and I liked um it did make me look up her name because I was like is SZA her real name is SZA like a, a shortened version of her name like because I clearly didn't care enough and because then, then I was like is it like RZA and is like oh she's just because oh, her real name starts with an S and I was like oh, okay maybe she just was like I like RZA the rapper and I the Wu-Tang yeah, I was like, it's yeah. the same thing. I mean, yes, technically. That's what I've always thought. I never thought to look it up, but I've always thought like. So it's from the same connection. <laughs> it might not necessarily be the same thing. They're mm-hmm. both Muslim, which I didn't know. Like her dad is Muslim or her mom is Muslim. Only one parent is Muslim in her household. Mm-hmm. And they have a different alphabet. It has some fancy name. I'm so sorry. I didn't remember it. Uh, but basically, the letters that she chose, they have like a specific meaning. Oh, okay. Um, like all high being, and then you know, powerful or self empowered, and like mm. right, it goes like that. And RZA cool. did the same thing, so yeah, there's that connection there. But outside, because I was just curious, I was just like, what is the is it like her first name, her middle name, her last name, and she just sorted it all together and made SZA. I was like. I be wanting to know. I had the same questions about um, division because I was I was asking somebody one day. I was like, "Is it division like multiply divide division, or is it like division like I see the vision and <laughs> this is what it is and this is what it could be?" You know, and I was like, "Let me know." And they was confused too, so we had to look it up, and <laughs> it was more like. I see the vision and mm. we both see the vision. Yeah. That's very, that's very interesting. Very, very interesting. You know, I would be like to know why people <laughs> chose things, especially if that's not your name. Like if your name is like Beyonce, it's just Beyonce. Mm-hmm. That's her name. Right. Her most license. people, most people just go with their name if they're not in a, a group. What would your, what would your, song slash singer slash rap name be let's hear it a singer slash rap name yeah. i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. probably like dria dria i like mm-hmm. that's cute that's cute mm-hmm. that's cute let's see because... would i take my same rap name from high school what was your rap name from high school girl the pimpress just the pimp Better believe I make it. <laughs> yes, I still remember my rhymes, bruh. Just in case you have a random rap battle. <laughs> Just in case, somewhere. You gotta have it. You gotta have it down pat. And I got mm-hmm. new raps that ain't nobody ever heard, too. So I can just pull oh. them out. There. I can just pull them out. You know what I mean? I can just pull them out. Okay. <laughs> you pulling them they out here, they in here, bra. They in my head, but. That's not where you pulled them from. <laughs> it don't matter. You gotta psych him out. <laughs> you know? Okay. You gotta psych him out. Anyways, so look, at the risk of making this episode even longer. I feel like it's not gonna be that long, but that's just. Hmm. Once I realized that this was a breakup album, I said, let me let these people know like what each one is doing so that if they are going through this particular thing and they they want something to relate to all 23 they will know which one well not i guess not the ones we've already talked about but we didn't talk about seek and destroy which is like big 
remove what no longer serves me energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the best way I could put that one. We didn't talk about uh, what well, we did talk about blind where she was reading. Where she mm-hmm. the whole song is a read in my mind. So if you in that in that stage of the breakup where you just like, man, fuck this motherfucker, fuck this motherfucker, you know what I mean? We can go for blind. Mm-hmm. Used song with Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver is great. If you have not listened to him outside of this, find him, please. But used is really just a journal. It sounds like a, just a journal of shit learned. You know what I mean? So um that one was cool. Snooze. I loved because aside from what it was about, there's like a Mac Miller funeral kind of sample, but you can't really decipher if it's a funeral sample or if it's a me, myself and I by Destiny's Child sample. Maybe it's both. Maybe they're both sampling the same shit. Maybe. So (laughs) we'll just throw that in there. Um, But the song itself is like you know what I mean? When you're wrapped up in somebody, you're willing to do anything for that person, whether or not it's good for you. That's what that one is about. Mm-hmm. Sleeping on yourself, basically. Notice me felt like a pick me bird anthem. Pass. Just don't. Just left, leave that one alone, please, guys. <laughs> Gone Girl, another, you know, early 2000s movie nod. But Gone Girl is like brand new heartbreak, you know, when you haven't really come to terms uh, with the fact that y'all weren't for each other, but also trying to like bargain with yourself and talk yourself out of the bargaining at the same time. So like it's, it's a unfuck your own mind type of song. So unfuck, unfuck, yes, please. Uh, Smoking on my ex pack was kind of lit that one was an immediate groove for me like head bobbing immediately (laughs) um but the song itself is kind of like that confidence that comes after we let go of like the denial we put ourselves in about how bad shit was it's Mm -hmm. like oh okay you know what it was bad let me fucking you know what i mean yeah Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. We went over Ghost in the Machine already. Yes. Excellent, great, wonderful song. F2F. You know what I mean? I never I never figured out what F2F stood for. I thought it was fuck to forget. And that's why you my co-host. <laughs> right You know you got my replacement. That's Lady not... in the wings. Stay ready yeah. so you don't have to get ready is all I'm saying. Uh-huh. Anyways. F2F had like a 2008 feel. Really loved it. Really felt like the kind of like the old scissor also. But that song is like that horny miss. You know what I mean? Where you only miss them because of what we horny. used to do in the bed. And like the if fact it that. It was good. Right. You know what I mean? That kind of miss is like, it's painful. You know, it's longing. And it's also angry. So this song did a really good job of kind of mushing that all up together let's see she went through nobody gets me already i'm talking to page here guys this was a long album uh clearly for her <laughs> shirt shirt feels like a whole face song going wherever the mood or the feeling or the day will send you it also has like a big spectator energy i'll mm-hmm. say spectator away 
Okay, well, <laughs> I have a friend that once told me there are two roles that you can play in your own life. You know, you can live it or you can be a spectator. You can watch it. You can just sit there and let shit happen. And that's what this song mm -hmm. feels. This song feels like, you know, that period after a breakup where you're just kind of there, you know, whatever is happening to you is happening to you and like, fuck it you know um so that's what that that's what that song kind of feels like okay yeah girl uh open arms is is it's another naive song it's a song of appreciation of the love no matter like no matter the cost of that appreciation like the mm -hmm. true meaning of unconditional love which i think is the dumbest shit ever romantically um love should be conditional it should come with conditions it should come with requirements um but this song is like the epitome of unconditional love so i hate you is easy that one's self-explanatory um yeah shit the type I of mean, that yeah. can only come from love you know what i mean we got good days we got good days and that's that's just the song about the hope that's left once you know once the sun comes out once you have to deal with shit real life you know, there has to be some kind of hope that's that's left there. So um kind of like I guess that song kind of feels like a like a sunrise, really. It really does just kind of waking up and realizing you're going to be okay. Uh, you might not be all right right now, but you know and you have the hope that, you know, you're gonna be all right eventually. And forgiveness, forgiveness is G4L in recent times it is you know what I mean like the Rihanna song people are like light a cigarette or a black and mild or a blunt and go fuck some shit up but not really you know what I mean mm -hmm. <laughs> you're done taking them back and and being done taking them back when they think that they still have access to you is like the ultimate payback so I really love this song so anyways mm -hmm. yeah so I liked I like the album I, I liked it for what it was for sure I mean, as somebody that's not experiencing heartbreak right now, do you feel like it's it's still relatable for people who aren't going through those kinds of things? Hell yeah. There was one song. You must have brought it up because I didn't bring it up. Oh, special. Mm -hmm. Special. That song actually hit me pretty hard. And I am like so far removed from this emotion. But that song is really just kind of like losing yourself in a relationship. Literally like changing who you are to become what they expect you to be mm -hmm. and losing all the best parts of you to this fallacy of a person that some other person came up with for you to be. And like it, that song was really, it really hit me in the chest. I had to kind of stop for a little bit after that. <laughs> and this is somebody I'm so far removed from any of those emotions. I cannot tell you the last time I felt um, an emotion like that. Uh, actually, I probably can, probably like 2017, 18, but um, <laughs> but 17 more than 18. But but I mean, it's been a while, you know, and it's been stuff that I worked through. But the song definitely just it was just like, I know what that feels like. So, I mean, it's still, you know, relatable. I feel like even when we're not going through things, it doesn't change the fact that we have gone through them, you know. Uh -huh. And that there's some part of us that probably could still use the knowledge that we're not the only ones that have gone through it. So, yeah, I mean, good shit. Well, 
I, I, I tried to find it for SZA. Once again, <laughs> I could not. But doesn't mean that you guys won't enjoy the album. I hope that something that we've said makes you at least want to listen to a song if you yeah, haven't listened to it at before. Least and I know plenty of people that listen to the album, like the album, feel totally different from how I feel, which is fine. I definitely don't expect anybody or everybody to, you know, agree with me about SZA. So I feel like yeah, that's what makes it interesting as far as like having different people for different people. Cause uh-huh. I like I consider to be consider myself to be, excuse me, a good old R and B head. And it took me like probably hitting 30 to realize that I was like, every R and B artist I'm not gonna be obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And I think I spent so much time in my 20s being like, okay, this person just came out. Let me support them. Even when secretly I would be like, eh. like I don't want to listen to their music. But because for me, Ashanti, as many bops as she made, and I guess a cape can also be made for Ashanti <laughs> that she's pop and not R&B. Um, I just don't. And I cannot. And I will. I, I very rarely see it for her. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandy. And I know I have people that will fight me about Brandy. But the vocal Bible, she is not to me. Yeah. So, so sorry. Loved her in Cinderella. Oh, um, but well, I I loved. Let me rephrase that. I love Cinderella. The that and um, I loved Whitney Houston and Bernadette Peters. And Brandy was just you know a nice accent. Mm. I it am made her relatable. I, I am definitely an art. Weird. I'm definitely an art for art's sake kind of person. So okay. all of it, like I'll, I'll take it in, like for what it is. And I would say, a good seven times out of ten, if it's music, I'm gonna love it. I'm gonna find something about it that I love. Um, I would say a good nine times out of 10, if it's a movie or film in general, a television show or something like that, I'm likely going to love it because I take it for what it is. I'm not too, I'm probably pretty boring in that respect. I'm not too, 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 too opinionated about these things. So I I guess I can't even say that because I do have really strong opinions, but anything that I, I think an artist made, because not all music is made by artists. Some of them just made by people that could afford studio time. Um, <laughs> but anything that I can feel like, that I feel like, you know, some thought was put into, some work was put into, some heart was put into, um, I- I'll give it a chance for sure. So I'm not like a obsess over one artist either, but give me the right song and I probably will listen to that thing all day, every day for like a month before I sit it down so yeah I just I just love I just love it all fuck it right and I like to leave room for like the ability to change my mind you know yeah and so you know SZA could fully make another album one day and (laughs) it could hit all my tick marks and (laughs) I could be like 
I never spoke bad about SZA. I don't know what y'all talking about. Like, I definitely want you to listen to Z and tell me what, or at least try and like start listening to it. And if you, if you're not into it after the first couple of songs, then I understand, but at least give yeah. it a try. I'm always willing to, you know, listen to something at least once just to see how I vibes with it. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely always open to not a while re-listen because if I listen to something and it didn't immediately snatch my eyelashes out then it's probably not going to do it the second or the third go around that's probably why I don't watch movies over and over again either because I really don't like watching something if I already know the plot line Hmm. and the way my mind works now especially because I've watched so many movies and TV shows I will guess the plot line before anything has happened. I'm the same way. And it's like, I just be like, okay, girl, you need to suspend disbelief and let this ride out how it's going to ride out. And I kind of approached, or not approached, when I was listening to this, I had to remind myself of that same thing. Like, okay, Uh girl, even though you might not care for this or that, let it ride out and let it be and let the music live you know and i appreciate you doing that for this episode yeah for sure because let me tell y'all when she texted me and was like she wanted to do this as an album my face why you ain't saying nothing girl we could have because we got two more topics we could have done i haven't listened to this as an album and i probably never would have on my own so i was like why not let me see what is popping and i might like something (laughs) so self-care tips this week guys even though we weren't really talking about necessarily a relationship topic i think that this album still brings a good light to dealing with your feelings after um a breakup Mm -hmm. Um, not that SZA is giving advice out here on what she should be doing, <laughs> yeah. but it's a it would be a good album to listen to if you just want some help processing and want some help like getting into those modes or into those feelings so you can move past them. You know, it's one of those albums where it's like, oh, if I had some, you know, I want to cry or I got some anger or you know, I got some negative feelings and I want to help myself move past it you know maybe Mm -hmm. bump it maybe um (laughs) you know cry it out and then and go about your day whatever you needed to do Mm -hmm. or if you need to take a day and you know just unwind and maybe bump (laughs) it in the background so I think it's a good album for that it ain't no um dang and we did a whole episode on this album what the name Anyway, the last Jasmine Sullivan album, that would be my go-to for that kind of stuff, but um, tomato, tomato, you know, to each day. <laughs> what about you, V? I don't know. Like I said, I, I felt like the album was likely, very likely a form of healing for her. And I guess my self-care would be to, you know, love yourself as always. Mm-hmm. But this episode's version of loving yourself would likely be um, to heal and healing is not a thing that ends it's a thing that you're you're constantly doing Mm -hmm. Uh, but heal in a way that honors you 
not in a way that everyone around you is telling you it should look like. So if that is writing an album or, <laughs> you know, all right, shit, writing a book or journaling or going to a rec room and fucking some shit up. Fuck that shit up. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, as long as it's healthy, um, fucking do it. It does not matter what your healing looks like because it's for you, not for your best friend or Rufus down the street. It is for you. So, you know, do what you need to do after these things happen or after you go through them to nurture yourself back to you. That's all I got. That's my sap for today. Okay. (laughs) Back on the moon. You be having so few jobs and yet be missing it. (laughs) You got it. So get the fuck now. Come on now. This your job. Back on the moon. You today and so do I. I think we're going to do some visuals. Girl, boo. I look like I had to put on Vaseline because I was like, I look ashy and crackhead adjacent. So, Mac on the Moon for this episode. We're going to do the new moon in January. Uh, it'll be January 21st. Woo-hoo. So, we will officially be out of Capricorn season when this episode comes out, and we will have introduced ourselves to the second best zodiac <laughs> if i do say so myself me it's gonna be aquarius season y'all we shouting and it won't be my co-host's birthday quite yet but i'm oh. gonna go ahead and wish her early birthday or early happy birthday um Ooh. may all your dreams and wishes come true Aww. uh thank you of course you'll You're be so sweet <laughs> will we be officially the same age right for a little bit for a little bit yeah look at us so some good news uh if you listen to the last episode i was saying that we had been in a lot of retrogrades earlier in january and that the first two weeks of January really shouldn't be any execution of your ideas. And we're so just the mm-hmm. planning just because of retrograde season. Yeah. So by the time this episode airs, our retrogrades will be done. Mercury will be at a retrograde. Mars will be at a retrograde. So it's kind of like being in a dark tunnel and then finally coming out to light and getting, <laughs> getting that breath of fresh air. It's like, Ooh, we can breathe, guys. We can lose saw. So Mercury is the planet that rules over the mind. So you're going to, once uh, the retrograde ends, you're going to have a lot of mental clarity. And it's going to be uh, compounded by the fact that it's Aquarius season and the moon will be, and the moon and the sun will be in Aquarius. Mm-hmm. So. Taking over. <laughs> for the 999. Taking over. So it's just going to let you really be able to reflect on the things that happened to you during retrograde season and now be able to put action to them. So of course, it's a new moon. It's a great opportunity to manifest. It's actually, it'll be the new moon. It'll be the start of Lunar New Year. Um, It's the first new moon of the year. So it's a lot of like new beginning energy. So 
manifest, journal, visualize, vision board, whatever you would like to do to maybe work on your goals. <laughs> it's definitely a good time to do it. But, you know, be open to how you want to feel and maybe not necessarily your specific goal or maybe not focus so much on your goal. But, you know, how do you want to feel when you wake up in the morning? How do you want to feel when you go to sleep at night or, you know, or how you want to feel during your day? Kind of focus on those things and, and attract those things to you. Hmm. Let me tell you how I knew I was living right, right? Okay. Somebody brought up Mer- Mercury retrograde early today. Mm-hmm. And for the first time, I wouldn't like that fucking explains it. I was like, really? How the fuck long have we been in Mercury retrograde? Like, I don't even, I don't even, I ain't even phased this go round, bruh. Nah, but. Look at you. Look at you. It's I'm not messing you up this time. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Everybody. I've had enough. <laughs> I'm definitely with you. Well, um, after the 21st, everybody will be out of retrograde. There are no major planets it's in time retrograde. For my birthday. So, yes, hopefully everybody's uh, plans are lining up. You prepared properly. And now it's just about that action, that forward momentum. You're going to feel it in the air. Um, just don't get carried away with it. But yeah. And like I said, just focus on how you want to feel versus focusing so much on the specific task or goal in mind. Okay, guys. That's the end of my Mac on the Moon. This is... uh, How the fuck do I normally end it? Uh, Mac on the Moon. Mac on the Moon. (laughs) (laughs) I'm talking about the episode, though, like... Um, oh yeah, so we're not gonna do a song collection because yeah, yeah. I felt like the selection. whole episode was about songs, and I did think about for a minute like, oh, maybe I should do song adjacent songs, and I was like, that just feels like too much for my mind. Yeah, I had um, a few, but I, I, we got here, and I'm not absolutely, so, I'm saying fuck it. So, <laughs> so no song yeah. selections this week, but uh, we would love to hear your thoughts, your comments, mm-hmm. your ideas, concerns, anything. What if you want to know? You, right. you want, are there if there are some stories that you think we might have that you want to mm-hmm. know or you want to know if we have certain stories we can do that you got some questions yeah. for us we always it's address changed your life i would love to hear about that <laughs> right mm-hmm. uh we we address every single thing that comes our way be it directly or and we always say something about it on the show whether or not we you know kind of specify that that's what we're doing mm-hmm. so we definitely pay attention to every thing that we get let us know what you think of the idea of us reacting just in general to television shows or movies or music i feel like i feel like it would be enjoyable i think we both have different takes on things Mm -hmm. um uh, television shows probably a little bit harder to pull off just because it's so much more involved but definitely if you have any movie suggestions or album suggestions that you feel like we should uh, listen to or critique not critique Mm -hmm. it's not a critique but definitely send us your ideas and even once again ideas for the show because we do use them and they do end up becoming topics or conversation starters that lead to arguments whatever you know we very rarely (laughs) argue but okay yeah man. we will disagree and call it a day but we very rarely argue Listen, just hit us up. We are a case of the X pod 
on Twitter, Case of the X Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to shoot, shut to the heart. We are Case of the X Podcast. <laughs> Don't be a hater, bro. I'm not hating. Ball. I almost won a karaoke contest shot with this song. Anyways. The heart or so Oh, oh my goodness! Don't get me started because I will get it popping. Um, anyway, get 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 it popping. <laughs> get get it popping. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, so straight to the heart. We are Case of the X Podcast at gmail.com. People like to use that one for their particularly long stories that they have mm. to change names for. So definitely, we haven't got one of those in a long time. So if y'all sitting on them, fire them bad boys off, man. We want them. I haven't really been out in the streets lately, so I haven't really had any experiences, but same. I'll streets try. lost me. <laughs> lost I really me. don't like going out in the cold and uh, I don't like to spend money lately. Right. So, but I'll try for you guys. There's all kinds <laughs> of festivals and I'm supposed to be going on vacation in March. Not Liddy. supposed to be, excuse me. I'm going to go on vacation Liddy. in March. I'm going to Amsterdam. Ooh, ooh. So if we have any listeners that are from Amsterdam or currently in Amsterdam, hit us. Let me know where are these spots to go. Like hit your friend up. She lived there. My sister died. Is she there now? No. Oh. So All right. maybe I'll definitely that. have some boy part two up. Whatever, man. Anyway, uh-huh. stop hating on. Stop hating on family. Gang, gang. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, we appreciate you guys for rocking with us this far. This is season four, episode five. Uh, Mac likes you with her bitch ass. I love you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what else is what else is there to say besides that? Now it's time for so long. Mm. <laughs> Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Deuces.